Games Workshop's basement. Hosted by John Cardell, Danny McDevitt, Val Heffelfinger. I'm Dickie, and it's Grim After Dark. And Dickie. Welcome to Grim After Dark, Warhammer 40,000's only late night show for some reason. My name is John. I'm here to misinform and entertain as we talk about the goings on over the last week in the world of Warhammer. Uh, tonight, Games Workshop kindly gives a peek at the new Codex Space Marines, and Danny and Dickie are here with their thoughts. We're going to dive into the dank drivel of the internet. Dickie brings back an old favorite Grim game. Whose grunt is it anyway? But before we go on, if you enjoy what you see or what you listen to, you can support us by liking or subscribing wherever it will let you. And if you're able to, throw a couple dollars our way or by becoming a member on YouTube or super chatting the answer to this question, uh, who has the best grunt? Uh, John, Danny, Dickie, or Val? Uh, now let's meet the team. Uh, first up, he's a co-host with Comos. He's our competitive 40K champ all the way from Moscow, Idaho. It's Danny McDavid. And then he is the beautiful face of everything square-based, a fantasy enthusiast and casual 40 gay viewer. It's Valerie Heffelfinger. And he's the man behind the curtain. He puts the coach in Canada. It's our producer, coach. Tech Priest Dickie, lazily inserting himself into the intro this week. Very nice. Uh, Guys, welcome. I have to say... Yeah. Um... I am much less hyped delivering that intro when I don't have that music blasting in my ear the entire time. I mean, I know really? this is just a technical note, uh, but I just, yeah, I was just screaming into the void, but well, Danny Dickey, yeah. uh, how's your week? It's been good. It's been a week, John, since the last time we recorded. <laughs> it, sure has. it has been seven days. <laughs> seven uh, days. Not all of them business days, only no. five business days, but yes. Indeed. That is true. Yeah. That is very specific. Uh, Chad is asking Val, are you the face of everything square based or the square face of everything based? The square face of everything based. Hashtag square bast. Yeah, that's fair. Square bast. Uh, we're going to go right Andy, into that's our. That's not me. Stop typing, you son of a gun. It's Dickie, very vocal in chat. And if you are able to join us live, every monday night 10 p.m eastern uh, on our youtube channel where dickie just says awful things that we're gonna have to censor later yeah just wait until you hear all the anti-semitic stuff that comes later <laughs> just kidding that's not real uh, yeah, but no, it, no. you know dickie i really like that you've embraced kind of this stream of consciousness with the audience that's mm -hmm. it's all and, you uh, it's all yep. you it's 100 you <laughs> it's really great thank you thank you for sharing your link with me yeah <laughs> uh, and and a mistake danny dickie's right it's all you it's your encouragement that mm -hmm. frees him up God, to say man. whatever he wants in chat I, and, on you a know, weekly basis i try dickie and i appreciate you taking this example from me and really mm -hmm. running with it much yep. like you would run with scissors oh okay. true point side hey out. he's gotta he, he's gotta feel alive somehow I, you know? <laughs> I get it i get it <laughs> you know we all need we all need to to, to do those things it's true uh, we're going to move on to our comment of the week. This week's comment of the week is more like a retraction, but it's still brought to you by our friends at Frontline Gaming. Uh, they're open 24-7 at FrontlineGaming.org with all your Games Workshop products at a discounted price, or better yet, buy stuff from their second-hand store so they make more cash. Uh, anyway, we have two comments, one of which is kind of forcing a retraction for me. The first one says, uh, yeah, in the section about the Necron list, the guy defended the two good parts of his list and was pretty polite about it, so it didn't really seem like he was shitting on the advice as you put it <laughs> <laughs> val danning thoughts on this 
I thought Danny was quite restrained in his uh, analysis of the Necron list. It was are, uh, it was enjoyable for me to go over it. Are, are we are we talking about my comments on the Necron list? Which I just want to make sure everyone's very clear. I was shitting on that list, but or are we talking about the guy's advice in the posts? Is that the comment that this guy was making? Like we're addressing it towards like in the actual post where it's like, hey, maybe you could do this stuff. And the guy came back and was like, he, I think no, I don't my... want to change my list. It's perfect. I think it's my comments of how he didn't want to change his list because uh, everything that was brought up was pushed back, uh, which, to be fair, I was just using those posts as a jumping off point to talk about uh, the worst kind of feedback where they just want an boy, and I don't know why you're losing. Your list is absolutely perfect. Please marry me. Like, that's the kind of feedback people are going for. But, Daddy, you want to say? Uh, John, I just can you give me a little bit out of boy on my list? Like I really need it this week, to be honest. Like I, I, I wrote, I've been writing my list. I'm not sure. Like I think I know what I'm doing, but I'm not a hundred percent. Like what? What do you think? Can you just say so? Just give me the tacit. Like you did a good job. I'm in order for me to do that, what I'm going to need you to do mm -hmm. is uh, there's an RTT in a couple weeks, so I'm going to need you okay. to send me a two thousand point Necron list. Okay. Maybe write down how you think you would play it. Like, how is it going to okay. win? Write down quick, some instructions. Quick question from the floor yeah. here. Uh, yeah. With the balance update, I thought Death Guard got, got some love. Oh, oh well, they and, sure did. And, 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 Somebody. And you were trying somehow to play them when they were absolute rotting garbage. I did. I and got very stressed because I couldn't find the models in my garbage disaster of a hobby area. Uh -huh. So <laughs> that put me off of uh, Death Guard until I can tidy. Uh, so I just bought a whole bunch of Necrons instead. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Just yep. add to the top of the pile. I like that. Yeah. That, that is Tanner ended up getting second place at that GT that I went to uh, a couple of weeks ago. So Tanner. He, he was playing Death Guard. Does he still have a ponytail? Unfortunate. Like, no, no. He's unfortunate hat. Not. Yeah, no. He was playing with a, a Night Castigator. <laughs> it's like such a weird list. It was Classic a very Tanner list. Guard. Yeah. Um, our second comment of the week here uh, came off of a little joke that I made. I want to say that this little red mark beside this person's name says that he's publicly subscribed to us. So I uh, take oh, nice. his opinion as trash because why would you want to be seen as doing that? <laughs> uh, you can like and subscribe too, and we'll make fun of you as well. But Vermintide 2 is awesome. What if y'all talking about? <laughs> So, first of all, I'm shocked that I missed any shade thrown at Vermintide last week yeah, and didn't uh, immediately defend it because it's a very throwaway line. Yeah. You you did you did say that those games were not good. You'd only play them one time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um which I very true. I remember there's a there's some dark tide shade, wasn't there? There's oh, Vermintide because yeah. Vermintide is a classic and yeah. they're still supporting it. I think my Dark Tide shade was very subtle, though, because I just made it in the round of hot, hot sauce. I would try it once and then put it away for a few months oh. and then really go back to it. <laughs> Big news out there in uh, video game land. Creative Assembly getting gutted by Sega. Not good. Mm. Not good. Mm. Not looking good for Warham's Total War. I think, oh, honestly, we live in a world where you can't have Warhammer Fantasy and Warhammer Total War exist at the same time. <laughs> so when they released Total War, they had to get rid of Fantasy. And now that Fantasy's coming back, you have to get rid of Total War. My, that only that makes, makes sense. sense. That makes sense. I, my favorite part of all of that is the fact uh, that uh, GW didn't tell Creative Assembly that they were blowing up the old world. And they found out about it in an update meeting. Uh, 
uh, long after they signed the contract. So that's funny. <laughs> but the important part was they did sign the contract. So yes, yes, yes. <laughs> they had to pay. Obviously, uh, binding. <laughs> that is. Uh, but let's get done to some business. It's time for after a long break. It's time for some state of play. Long bumper time. Love that shirt. This weekend, some members of this podcast dissected and reviewed the brand new Codex Space Marines, and one member wrote a compelling and authentic piece of fiction about Irish immigrants in early America. I will leave it to chat <laughs> to figure out which one is which. Uh, but spoiler, and yes, that is the first two paragraphs of that awful story I had to write. Uh, <laughs> Danny, Dickie, you guys got your hands on Codex Space Marines courtesy of Games Workshop. Yes. Uh, how did that go? Uh, tell us about the book. I I thought the review was great. I uh, I don't think I yeah. read the book. Uh, Technically, it's the second uh, codex that's come out for tenth edition. Mm -hmm. um, it it has two hundred and fifteen pages. Jesus. Um, it contains Again, very specific. a significant a significant amount of fluff. It has rules in Crusade about writing oaths of moment for your army. So mm -hmm. that's pretty nice. cool. Nice. Along with some photocopyable pages that you can print out to make your own purity seals, I'm pretty sure. Um, oh, which please, is... please don't that do that great. because the copy we have uh, has my name a surprising amount of times <laughs> plastered over every page. I've already done, I'm True. sorry. So will the purity seal that I've made. <laughs> <laughs> but Codex Space Bridge, you guys talked about uh, Tyranids first. That was the first 10th edition Codex yeah. you guys covered. Moving on to Space Marines now. How does Codex Space Marines compare to the, the Tyranid release? Well, Space Marines is obviously like a much more ubiquitous release. Like it's the baseline release of the entire game of 40K. So you kind of have to know about it. The unfortunate part about this is both, while both Dickie and I were very excited about the Tyranid mm -hmm. Codex, the Space Marine Codex, like I'm a little bit less jazzed about. It's not one of the armies that I picked out this year that I want to play. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah. so like I've already played them. Most of my army I can't even play because I left it back in Alaska. Um, oh, for real? Yeah, I left my Dark Angels back in Alaska because I was like, well, I'm just not going to play these. I'll play other stuff. It'll be This will force me to get outside my comfort zone and not play something. So I'm playing Necros instead. <laughs> and I'm going to go drop a message to the McDivitts real quick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. And he so... asked me to pick up his army. Yeah. <laughs> you do have their, I think you have their phone number. Anyway. So, uh, but what a great codex, really. Uh, a really lot good. of versatile ways to play. Um, it's really great that Gladius, like the original detachment that they came out with, was still maybe the most viable maybe the best still, one still still even yeah um hmm. so uh yeah the big change to uh oath of moment has probably got a lot of people who have high toughness targets pretty excited because that lost the to wound reroll portion of that rule so um i, I mean i wouldn't i wouldn't worry too much about it there's like 37 ways to get reroll to wound in the codex so i'm there's, sure there's, that yeah there, there's quite a few so yeah. like there's definitely ways you can still do that stuff but it's going to cost you additional resources probably yeah um boo hoo it's fine yeah, yeah. uh yeah. it's a very positive yeah. review dickie i love that <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i'm i don't know why i'm negative it was I, i'm actually super happy with how they're doing codexes in 10th edition it feels like it feels like you can play completely different armies mm -hmm. uh in the edition without having to switch armies which is really good it's a good 
good change. I really like it. So, yeah. Danny, what's your favorite thing from Codex Space Marines? Or what? Yeah. And then I'm going to ask a follow up question to that, too. Oh. Um, my favorite thing about Codex Space Marines is Games Workshop deciding to change uh, an army's like main rule in a codex from the index. So that like being absolutely variable and something that they can change or fix. And I don't know that they needed to change or fix this thing, but it shows that they, if they see a, a thing that they think is an issue, um, that they'll change it in the codex from the electronic document, which. Uh, I, I I like I think that's that shows the ability to uh, make a more balanced game and that's good. I can an I can answer that too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the removal of so many old Marines, I would oh, say, yeah. was yeah. such a good change. I have to say, my so. favorite part of your Space Marine Codex review was the in memoriam segment. <laughs> yeah, uh, which so <laughs> a lot of units went away uh, with this code, yeah. taking them down yeah. from like 380 data sheets to like 300. Um, <laughs> yeah. though, uh, for real, aside, I think they dropped like 20, 25 yeah, or 30 a lot of data stuff. sheets. It's, yeah. it's significant. What's your and we have some slides talking about it later on here, but kind of what's your takeaway on that? Because I know, like I think Danny, I can guess you're just like get rid of it. But kind of, are you surprised that they got rid of so much at once? Um. I, okay. So I was surprised by some of the choices for the things they 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 decided to get away from. Like the captain on bike was one I was kind of surprised oh, that they didn't that try and keep. Sad. Yeah. But I feel like that's probably going to be a new model uh, in the future. Mm -hmm. So um, whenever they release that, they'll 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 get that kind of character back or whatever. So, but yeah, no, I uh, I was I was for it. I mean, I have a lot of these models painted up, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. um, so that that's kind of a bummer, but ultimately, um, it'll be fine. Yeah. Were there any like, Were there any surprises? Like I, I know they had announced, uh, you know, a lot of things going away uh, a month or two back. Were there things that were removed from the book that we didn't see coming? One that I thought was really weird was the Vanguard veterans without jump packs, which is literally just a way that you can build them in the kit if you if you want to. Yeah, okay. um, is not a dash sheet. You can only buy them with jump packs. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of a weird removal. And yeah, in general, do we see consolidation of data data sheets? Like, um, I know, like especially with Space Marines, you kind of had uh, in eighth and ninth edition like five different captains. Uh, that were you know still, just differently equipped. So no, there's, uh, there's still like a million like ten captain yeah. data sheets. So it's still mo it's still based on on the models equipment yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. I think one of Seems my down. worst played games, but one of my funnest oh. games of ninth edition Warhammer was Custodes against Taylor, uh, where I just took nothing but Custodes captains because <laughs> technically it was legal. <laughs> Actually, uh, I'd like to clarify that Val. There has been some consolidation. All okay. the Primaris characters are no longer, there's not like an Apothecary and Primaris Apothecary. It's just an yeah, Apothecary. Interesting. And he, he, so, so that's great. Um, so, and he can join stuff like the Tactical Squad if you want to. Yeah. So there's, so they, they, they remove oh. the difference between Primaris and non-Primaris characters. Yes. Mm -hmm. So they're, they're just, so Primaris is uh, sort of being removed from rules. Right, like the jump pack chaplain, for instance, is just the jump pack chaplain, and he can join any jump. yeah any jump pack any unit. jump pack unit. Um, and the model that they show is a firstborn like jump pack chaplain model because there's obviously not a primaris one. 
So you got to figure that primary squads, his religious fervor, if he's rolling with, with some of the new assault, uh, uh, primaris Marines, you got to know, like he's a big time zealot, you For know, sure. if he's, if he's able to, to lead Confirm those boys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, little, little body, but big voice. That's, That's right. The fourth extra organ is for uh, vocalization and being able to project your voice. That's what chaplains get that no one else does. Oh, yeah. All right. But like, true. All the normal land speeders gone. Uh, yeah, land speeder storm's gone, man. Yeah, the land speeder storm. Or oh. I have, I have yeah. like 12 scout bikers uh, in both. Yeah, no scout bikers. Gone, yeah, gone. Um, scout snipers are gone because they gone. have a new scout squad coming out, which is yeah. very different. Um, so, but it, in that line of thinking, would because the new scouts are just embiggened, would would the old scouts still be able to function as those scouts? Oh, sure. Yeah, I don't yeah. see why not. Yeah. Interesting. You just got to put them on some uh, fight milk. But you can only have one sniper rifle for every five guys, so you couldn't yeah, have. You a it's the <laughs> kill, kill team equipment. Uh, yeah. The kill team equipment yeah. thing. Same thing oh, happens no. with your commandos. I have enough snipers for 12 scout squads. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever will I guess I do. under this under this uh under this uh new new uh Vogue you could run your your scout snipers as eliminators. Oh, I, I get, yeah, sure you could smaller, put, a, smaller, but yeah, yeah. put a couple of them on a 40 millimeter base. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're all, all 40s. Gotta... Those yeah. bases are gigantic. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I do? just have like a spotter and a, and yeah. a sniper on the base. <laughs> that would, honestly, that would be cool. I'd be totally yeah. down with that. That sounds fine. Yeah. Alternatively, take all your scout snipers, throw them in the trash. I almost did that, you like think? with a sprue. Like I have a, had a new on sprue. I was selling a bunch of stuff on eBay, and like I had a sprue of scout snipers. I was like garbage. Now nah, I'll just put it on eBay for a dollar. Uh, Kim L coming in in chat saying there's no biker captains until I get chaos lords on discs, jugs, which I don't know why it needs breasts, uh, seekers and palaquins. Yeah. So until we get big tittied chaos lords on discs, uh, no biker captains. I Kim, I understand what you're trying to say. Fair, fair. I, I you know what? I support uh, the big titty chaos lord movement. Yeah. <laughs> Danny is the wonder bra of chaos support. We haven't had he's, a. He's there big titty model review in some time on this show um, it's surprising uh, we made did we get them all <laughs> i doubt it <laughs> We've seen that is a all. deep well that is a deep well i want to put a note down here to google big titty <laughs> yeah your reddit's gonna be real interesting john <laughs> that's what anonymous is for sir uh but i did want to say before we move on uh, if you want a full uh, rundown of everything that's great in uh, Space Marine Codex, uh, or the new Codex Space Marines, check out the review Danny and Dickie did. Yeah. It is 49 minutes of condensed amazingness about the new detachments, and, the big changes. Yeah, And we're a lot more positive in the game. Oh, future. yeah. And look, yeah. I'm not trying to be unpositive about <laughs> it. I think it's really cool. I think this provides a bunch of really interesting ways for Space Marines to play the game now, too. That yeah. are, that's different than Gladius. Though, yep. So... Danny, I was worried this get a little too positive, so I wanted to get people used to our standard reaction as Space Marines with this next slide here. Uh, where maybe could you describe this one for me? <laughs> it says uh, uh, it's an outline of a person. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, like inside of a sp Space Marine armor, and says, uh -huh. "Brother Brachiosaurus says buy the new Codex because the Space Marine's <laughs> neck is so long that he's like." Oh. 
dinosaur brachiosaurus. You're just forcing to make another short. That's all really. <laughs> why do you think that? Like, I don't know why. Like, I don't know if it's kind of targeted ads. I did not. I found this online. <laughs> I do a lot of writing and research for the show. I do literally nothing creative. Uh, but like, I'm getting so many of these pictures now of of <laughs> random red outlines of space marines, and I, I like don't it's... know. I think it's this specific artist. I think the last one of these that we saw of the Terminator was this artist again getting uh, getting I mean, lit up. That helmet looks like shit. It's a bit high up. <laughs> it it does. High. It looks really bad. Like maybe maybe, maybe it's just like this is why. It off. Yeah. Maybe the reason why it off. the reason why there's so many Space Marines, as in, highlighted in the foreground, who don't wear helmets, is they never buckle up their chin straps. So yeah, maybe yeah. this guy's just sort of jumping down. His helmet's about to fly off. Boom. Looks oh, like he's got a long right neck. Right or maybe just sense. like, you know how your your trucker hat, Danny, is sitting high on your head. Maybe it's they're true. having their helmet sit high on their head for comfort and style. Dan- Danny does kind have of the, a high helmet, Harry, if you will. He's got a <laughs> he's got the dome of a space marine, that's for sure. It's fair. You'll have a very large noggin. Right. Uh yeah, but definitely check out that review that the Dickie and Danny have up there. And if you want to go back, they did an amazing rundown of the Tyranny Codex as well, uh, yep. all available on our YouTube channel. And I think Dickie released one of them as a podcast, but not the other, uh, because he doesn't like Space Marines. Oh, shit. I totally, yeah. Uh, anyway. I'll, I'll get to it this week. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oops. Uh, much like the digital short that'll rest in Dickie's brain. But let's go <laughs> around the net. Welcome to Around the Net, the part of the show where we dive deep into the dank drivel the internet provides. And as always, we've got a lot to cover. Uh, the first thing we found here is a very uh, accurate drawing of Roboti Guliman. Uh-huh. And he is asking, or the question is, you're being convicted of murder. Pick a Primark to be your lawyer. Which I think is a fantastic question. And we're going to start this week uh, with Dickie. Uh, Dickie, oh, you're being yep. convicted of murder. Pick a Primark to be your lawyer. Not the first time. Um, okay. Uh, I'll so say Matt Rule. Yeah. Well, let's, let's shit it past. Um, anyway, uh, Magnus the Red would be my lawyer. Oh. Do you want to know why? He's going to make Prospero great again. He's no. a real whiz. Because there is still a debate. If he did, if he did anything wrong, this day. there's not a debate. <laughs> That's very good. That's yeah. very good. I like that. Zinger. If anything, I... he would have been disbarred because he broke eternity. Yeah, I mean that's hearsay. <laughs> no, he literally did it. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, uh, I, I'm gonna go. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go with Alpharius and and Omegon just because I need that legal team. <sighs> I was going to say I would three, go actually. Maybe even three. Just because yeah. my lawyer, Alfarius, would also somehow be the judge, Alfarius. Oh. Um, and also the jury. Danny, Danny, you're barely, Danny your head barely has sadly. an answer. Yeah. It's got to be, be Lorgar, guys. Come on. Why? Why? He can convince uh, any 12 people of anything he wants every time. So he's just going to be able to. I mean, after he gives his closing statement, it's it's over. Like nobody's going to be able to influence that jury to the same level. But uh, I also just he... like the wild card of Angra. 
Like just like he just shows yeah. up, just like and Hulk, Hulk, just Hulk smashes me. everybody. Well, everybody just court. starts paying attention to him instead. Really, is what's going to happen, and you can escape. Yeah, yeah. But with he Lorgar, commits like immediately way more murders than I did. Uh, didn't didn't Lorgar have to st- have Horace stabbed by a knife to finally convince him? Which, to be fair, strong argument, uh, but not very sustainable. I'm sorry. So. Lorgar had to stab Horus. Yeah, Horus had to be stabbed with a knife to be fully convinced to go. Who's? Who, I mean, wait. Are we taking knife stabbing totally out of like, <laughs> uh, like out of the picture? Here? I don't understand why. There's I mean, if he can get away with it, I feel like uh, it's fine, right? If I mean, get, what? Yeah. Also, yeah, the the phrase remind me this, to, uh... to always just have you as my lawyer and never as someone who is counsel against me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you are being convicted of murder, so I'm gonna just say that it's probably late for a lawyer uh, in this in this situation. Elevating Engron even further to uh, okay to primary counsel. Yeah, but you may be convicted, but you're not sentenced yet. So I'd want someone who's going to be able to provide like a really good sentencing statement showing that stuff. I may not pick <laughs> Lorgar at the, at that at this time, although that does provide. Some real allegory here. So, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I want to see Angron open his armor, pull out a tiny little pair of like square glasses, very delicately <laughs> put them on his nose, shaking with rage, throat, just <clears throat> clear his throat very calmly, <laughs> and then just murder everyone, in the world, <laughs> including you, before taking his glasses off and putting them back in mm-hmm. into his little briefcase. Yeah, I was going to say, made of skin. Oh, beautiful. Uh, Which uh, non Primarchs uh, do you guys think would be good legal representatives? So, anyone? Anyone? Literally anyone else? In 40K. Or Uh, uh, Malkador? Yeah, that's a a no brainer. A Sidge. Yeah. The emperor, it's kind of hard. To I mean, yeah, yeah, the emperor is kind of hard to say no to, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I wait. Do you say non? Do, do, are these still humans? Because like I'd pick an Eldred, yeah, my boy. Literally any oh, shit, Eldred. Um, yeah, that's yeah. a good. That's a good call out. <laughs> well, he knows what's going to happen already. If he doesn't take the case. You're you know fucked. we're not winning. Uh, <laughs> sorry, yeah, there's nothing can I can do. No, you did it. No. I, I looked at the stone. <laughs> I, I rubbed some crystals together, and it doesn't look good. <laughs> Dang, not the crystals. <laughs> oh, next up, we have a couple of fun money-saving tips for Codex Space Marines. Uh, we have our fun Drake <laughs> meme oh, saying no to spending uh, $98, which I imagine is Australian, on five of the new jump pack intercessors and instead spend uh 110 dollars on 10 assault intercessors (laughs) and old space marine jump packs wow Uh, danny uh what do you think of this hobby hack i think your your models will look just as fucking bad as (laughs) when you did it in sixth fifth sixth and seventh edition to tactical marines where you dredged up a bunch of old chain swords and they were all the same model and it looked bad and they were all walking on the ground with jump packs it's going to look that bad so if you that that's what you're shooting for and you want your army to look terrible go go for it i think this is the best one i did when i was a young broke teenager with second edition marines you know where they had like the the fixed pose 
was cutting the the gun barrel off so the fist was thing and then angling the gun down so he was holding a bolt gun which you just say is a bolt pistol and then you put a chainsaw just sticking up and they, you're right they looked awful john yes hello you know look if you like i said before if you want your guys to look like idiots i mean this is the hack for you so and it, since you were just a young kid mm-hmm. you know i'm gonna not give you a pass i still think it looks stupid and i'm probably gonna tell you that i'm just gonna <laughs> throw like, this out there uh just uh just 3d print some uh oh, some jetpacks oh <laughs> my next joke was gonna be how people would just be like oh, oh, 3d printer go burr <laughs> and then our living embodiment of 3d printing over there in the bottom left <laughs> living embodiment Look, I'm just saying, it's a great way to add bits and 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 flair to your models, and uh, you could have a proportional jetpack and uh, jump pack, and uh, you know, not not have to spend a hundred Aussie dollars, which is basically a hundred Canadian dollars. Which don't kill me, is really close. Nuts. Yeah. Wow. Well. Don't don't jump down my throat here, boys. But looking at these two slides, the pictures, the actual jump pack intercessors look different than the assault marines. It's because they're on, they're on, they're they're like sculpted with hilarious yeah. rocks. Most, on. most people were just like, yeah, these are just assault and accessories with jump packs. But I think there's a lot of differences there. Uh, they only use the running posed ones. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, it's like- well, the the actual assault intercessor box has no running posed models. They're all like very like static. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's not as much motion as the single as like the snap the the snap together ones or whatever. Mm. Yeah. I really like that kit. Also for sale on eBay. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great value, I heard. $98. You can get mine on eBay for $98.95. Yeah. Plus shipping. Uh, moving on, another questionable choice here, but it's pretty cool. We have the, and please ignore the the weird, call it like spoiler or the spelling here on here, but the Vergen uh, Combat Patrol <laughs> For $160, uh, which is the Combat Patrol Space Marines, and then the Chad Ultimate Starter Set for $210, which has the entire Combat Patrol for Space Marines and Tyranids in there. I think it has more stuff, too. And And terrain. And the terrain and the rule books and some cool data cards. Uh, Why do you think that this pricing is so insane? I mean, the honest answer? Yeah. Uh, A crazy person sets the pricing. I just want there to be like one office in GW at the end of a hallway where they're like, How much do you want to make the combat patrol? And he's like, $160. You okay? Yeah. That might yeah. be that might be what it the might be what he said, yeah. Might be how it went. Um oh, sorry, uh, apparently when you slam your keyboard a whole bunch, everything just disappears from your screen. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out Weird. I said the price. Maybe no, maybe this is just 40 chess. Maybe this is just 40 chess. Maybe they just want the the starter set to just look like a stonk and good deal. All right. Here's a counter to that. I sell one combat patrol, I get one person into the game. I sell one Chad Ultimate Starter, I get two people into the game. Hmm. Which is what I really want to do with this all this stuff anyway, right? Yeah, true, true. Um, what are some of your guys' best money-saving ideas and tricks for wargaming that don't involve oh, 3D printing? <laughs> I don't know that 3D printing is all that cheaper, uh, to be fair. Um, 
Some uh, buying used models is is big or buying like, yeah. like my biggest hobby like excel like ability to buy stuff is actually just buying a lot like not just lots of stuff but like a lot of things um so like old collections or like um because a lot of times people will sell those at like deep discount to retail if you buy them in a big group so yeah the upfront cost is more but it like a lot of times you'll see on facebook people selling you know 50 percent of its value you know or less um and mm-hmm. you just buying a bunch of stuff especially if you want to buy orcs holy crap i feel like you could buy painted fully painted armies of orcs right now for much below retail um there's a lot dicky pointed this out to me recently which was uh seems like there's a lot of armies and stuff up for sale right now which is a little little disconcerting there is a lot of armies up for sale yeah 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 not as good as the one i have up for sale on ebay Um, (laughs) but but nonetheless there is lots of stuff out there oh jesus that's fair danny what about you what what are some of your best money saving ideas and tricks for your wargaming um ask your friends if they have like models a lot of people just buy stuff and they like sit on it forever and so you might be able to get a better deal from your friends um or even like trade stuff that's another way if you have something you don't want anymore doing like a little bit of bartering either on facebook or um uh there's that that barter barter town website you can do that kind of stuff on too a lot um uh you know since uh john didn't say i can't say 3d printing i mean 3d printing is a way that you can get Hey. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. No, there's there's a bunch of different ways that you can that you can definitely score some money. Um, frontline gaming is a great way for you to. Oh, to oh, well oh that's really um, subtle. Why wow. would you mention that? Yeah, I, you know, look at this. It's crazy. Um, you can buy that stuff on frontline gaming. Is it really only two ten for both those combat patrols, John? Yeah, dude, frontline I really want to buy that box. Yeah, that's a really good deal. Um, I bet it's even <laughs> cheaper there because they sell at a discount. <laughs> It is. Yeah, fifteen <laughs> percent less off of MSRP. Um, I will say, I'm asking you guys, why are they making that price so dumb? But then looking at this, I'm like, well, I'm going to buy that Ultimate Starter Set. That's really good. Yeah. Well, I will just buy that. Perceived value, man. Yeah, oh, perceived yeah. value. God, so good. Uh, moving on. Uh, their newest joy toys in line, and I didn't even make a dick joke because it's one of Danny's favorite people. The newest joy toy is the lion and two little Xenos uh, watchers with him. Uh, yep. Danny, what's your thoughts on on your your daddy Dark Angel uh, finally making it to to I guess some kind of rubber? I wish I would have ordered one. That's that's how I feel about it because I saw that like it's already sold out everywhere. So oh dang, really? Yeah. The paint quality on these joy toys is nuts. I really no. love. I really want to know how. How the manufacturing process works because it's it's really cool yeah it's super cool what are some uh models that you want to see as joy toys um <laughs> I, I've, I've got so many diverse interests john um <laughs> uh i okay i'd like to see uh some eldar joy toys um I'd be into mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Danny, would you also like me to send you a link where you can order one? Yeah, I would. Perfect. All right. Awesome. Maybe a Necron one too, John. Oh, dude, a Necron one would be. Like, I like yeah. artificial stuff. Because <laughs> it's a joy toy. Jesus. Right. Um, perfect. 
Uh, I did ask uh, ChatGPT, and it didn't want to relent because I asked, what are some of the worst things uh, that could have the Warhammer 40,000 license? Uh, and it wouldn't tell me that, so I had to use um, words that weren't terrible. Uh, things <laughs> like bad idea, something like maybe not a great uh, fit. I did make this little graphic on this neck page here. Maybe Danny, Val, if you guys want to take me through what you're seeing there. <laughs> uh, so we have a uh, uh, Warhammer 40,000 um, uh, branded pistol. Um, we also have uh, a Warhammer 40,000 slot machine game, uh, which probably is already covered by many of the mobile games that they have. I was going to say, licensed. it said a terrible idea would be a Warhammer 40,000 gambling. And then I'm like, well, they already have that mobile game that I stopped playing after putting like 80 bucks into it um we also have uh actually this is a crossover that i think it should be done uh which is a crossover with uh with an energy drink manufacturer mm -hmm. um, and then we have the uh Mal malga hat uh make warhammer great again which uh, i almost guarantee someone in spain already has that hat Maga <laughs> hat it doesn't work as well john would you wear that hat just out of curiosity. I would, ironically, and you yeah. know I would, because people would be upset at me for wearing that, right. and I would enjoy I just, that interaction a lot. I When it, when the red hat thing would. first started, I was like, ah, oh, sick, I'm going to wear one of those ironic, but almost immediately, ooh, you couldn't do it. A bad idea. Yeah, you couldn't do it. You just can't yeah. wear that ironically. Yeah. And uh, that, but luckily, my stars... Red hats like, now. Luckily, yeah. my Confederate flag uh, still <laughs> uh, very, uh, very ironic. Um, yeah. Get lots of compliment on that. The jean I jacket. Saw, I saw way more Confederate flags in Canada than I thought I was. Oh my god! See really? My way down, dude. It yeah. was. Yeah. It was wild. Fucking well, you know, hey, Alberta is where I. You know, yeah, well. <laughs> To be so. fair, when Canada says the South will rise again, they're mainly just referring to America. So uh, <laughs> it gets ruled in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Crip the old convoy guys. Hats. Uh, make Warhammer 40k great again hats would be worn by people wanting armor faces. Oh yeah. god, it's true and it makes me upset. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we made up here some pepper spray, we made Warhammer political, we have a gun, how we have slots. Uh of course, all of us not official. Uh we want to thank our friends against Workshop you know, for continuing to support us here. Uh, something I did see on here, John, yeah. that would be a terrible idea, and I really think would have a lot of leverage. I mean, we have all these other kind of constitutional issues here. Why mm -hmm. not some Warhammer-themed birth control? I, just I mean, it's, I, just I, I don't know if you need that. Like, <laughs> I was going to say, I think Warhammer itself is a form of birth control. In uh, the grim darkness of the some far circles. future, there is only uh, ribbed pleasures. Uh, <laughs> How about how about a how about a uh, Games Workshop uh, branded 3D printer? Ooh, ooh! Oh, yeah. is that too serious? We have a mega <laughs> hat on there, but oh no, that's too far, everybody. No, no, no. I'm I'm into that actually. I'd be, so, I'd be, it it comes only with the SDLs that it can print. It can only print certain kits. Yeah, like it has like, it, like Xerox, where it only works with a certain kind of resin. Uh, and if you don't use that resin, it comes up with a little shitty message every time saying that your toner is low. 3D printer, Jesus. <laughs> um, I think that's more like, evil I, than the gun. <laughs> yeah. I could just—I look forward to like the day where they're finally like, "We're embracing 3D printing." 
And then like all of the like single store like managers suddenly have to like farm a like a, like a back room of just like bubbling resin and <laughs> Imagine, like, just cranky printers. Oh, <laughs> just a single oh, man crashing it out. Or a single man store worker who just is trying to level his plate as best as he can. <laughs> as ten nerds are like, where's my treason? Like I've been waiting fifteen minutes for this. It's delivery day, John. But the the eight fifty gallon, fifty five gallon drums of resin that he has to put into his shop make a little bit of extra work. He's gonna drown it's himself sing- in that resin. It's, it's a single man store, but they only give him stuff he has to team lift to team. <laughs> There is maybe nothing sadder than the 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 one person store uh, oh, setup dude. that GW say, has. Some of my greatest GW memories are going into Games Workshop stores and like the three or four or five people. Like even just in Aberdeen, you had like Steve and you had Dave and you had like I still remember these people and their name. You know what I mean? And just now it's like oh, it's sad. Yeah. <laughs> just one sad person. That's right. One sad person. Well, that was just too, a cause... stage in their life that was sad, John. It doesn't make yeah. them a sad person overall. <laughs> Steve also was an amateur wrestler. True story. Oh no. Um, and then no, never one... mind. I take back what I said. <laughs> and I want to say hi to that one person in our comments from a couple of weeks ago who was like, "Why are you wearing an Aberdeen shirt?" And I figured out that I used to. Uh, he went to the Games Workshop store the same time I did in the nineties. That was uh, oh sick. Oh, world. well, that's nice. Nice. Moving on, my new favorite meme. Um, <laughs> it's so the King great. of Queens. Um, what is a Warhammer opinion you have that would make your face look like this? And everyone else put the sword to you. Uh, I've said recently on a podcast that Games Workshop doesn't really make bad games. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and I, I'd say that was what chat uh, probably looked like uh, for me at that time. <laughs> sure. Danny, uh, what's your opinion that's going to make you smug and others angry? Um. Oh, John, I, no, yeah. I'm not doing that. <laughs> no, do it. <laughs> Put it in chat. Make Dickie say it. No. Oh, yeah, good point. Hold on a second. Dickie, what's, what's your opinion while Daddy Dickie's typing? I believe I said my opinion as drastic as it was. Uh, Karn isn't that bad of a guy. Uh, I said that on the <laughs> show, and I'm going to stick with it. Karn's a goddamn He's... monster. Yeah, well. Unless I believe in at least a small amount of gatekeeping. <laughs> Century sticky. Wow. Jeez. Wow, dude. Wow. That's messed up. Wow. <laughs> I typed that while I was talking. It was impressive, really. Perfect. It's really cool how you're able to multitask. Right I'm there. not, yeah. but yeah. I will Danny, I, if you want I maintain the... I maintain that the hobby is the gatekeeper. Like for real, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Like genuinely, if you make it to the table with with a like an like an assembled even primed army like you've oh, you've passed through uh, like many gates of hell uh to I, get every, that far yeah yeah every gates time i get hell. bummed out about the quality of a paint job um i'm like well it's not gray but right? then i'm playing necrons now so it's still <laughs> in a way oh okay keep it kept going that's good yeah <laughs> um moving so, on so uh yeah, sorry yeah yeah I just yeah, I think that there could be like some higher painting standards, I guess. I but oh. like it's like for big events, but like I think mostly it's pretty good. Battle battle ready is a pretty good policy. Yeah. 
Uh, speaking about someone who has a lot of work to do to get ready for the next event, I found this guy uh, on a group. Uh, this picture here says, My old army, very sad. Almost all of it is unplayable in 10th. Might get it laid out and procrastinate on the past for a bit. Sad face. And it's a bunch of first edition tanks, most of which are still usable in the current game they're, of Warhammer. They're not even first edition tanks, John. Those are the like the they're newest current. Rhino kit. Yeah. Yeah. This guy, he's procrastinating on the past. This guy's a total virgin. Yeah. <laughs> the best part about it is in this post, someone went in and offered to buy all of his models from him for a good price. And he said no. Well, yeah. Is this the kind of gatekeeping that Warhammer needs, Danny? John, I just want you to know that I looked and I peered at these models um, to see what models he had because I wanted to see which ones he couldn't use. Yeah. And literally every single model that I looked at on this page is usable as, like, he's got jump pack marines, sure, but, like, those just assault intercessors with jump packs now, man. Yeah. Like, who cares? So, uh, yeah, this guy's a dink. Um, I, I don't know. Like, it, yeah, John, this is the kind of gatekeeping I want to see. Perfect. Um, yeah. That, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so second uh, gatekeeper, uh, individual ignorance. No. Just yeah. keeping, just keep, took this guy right out of the game. He didn't have to leave the game, but uh, he didn't He's realize he could you. still play. Yeah. yeah. I think it's kind of a lot of people want to woe is me sort of scenario where they want to just complain and look how hard done by I am and look at all my models I spent time on 20 years ago. Um, and it's just all stuff they can still use. Uh, Dickie, we're going to skip forward to slide 12 here in the interest yeah. of time and wanted to really kind of represent, uh, respect your, your grunting time. Um, this one here is coming up. It says... The fandom of the Necrons is dying. <laughs> Share if you are a true necrophile. So, Danny, I'm going to ask, where are all my necrophiliacs at? Dude, I don't know, man. You've got one right here next to you. Like, I'm, t I'm, I'm saying, dude. Um, look. Share if you're a true necrophile? Really? <laughs> I shared it. Did you share it on what? Facebook? Because I want to share it now. Like, I want people to know. Is this unedited? Is this a real thing? This is unedited. I believe Incredible. it is a joke, though, uh, to be fair. Okay, okay, all right. All right, fair, yeah. fair, fair, fair. All right, I, maybe it's maybe it's, maybe it's it's a joke. Hopefully it's a joke. But I it's hope funny. so. It's funny, it's it a good a joke. joke. If you made this meme and you were 100% serious, uh, <laughs> seek help and also a dictionary, uh, because that is that is not me what you think it does. <laughs> or it might. Or maybe it does. Or, or maybe also, it does. Also, uh, you know what? If the if the original was a joke, but if a lot of serious Necron players shared it, uh, not realizing uh, the joke, uh, also a win. And uh, tip of the cap, sir. Uh, Danny, I think that's a great merch idea. Is we're being like, I'm a necrophiliac, and we'll just put a picture of a destroyer lord on there. No, dude, that's and, perfect. It's perfect. Perfect. I'd wear LV that. Aware. Uh, moving on, this one was sent to me uh, by superstar producer of, um, oh my gosh, I've got the show name now, Signal. Nikki D. Yeah, there you go. From Signals from the Frontline with Seth and Kicker. Yeah, yeah, he sent me this wonderful picture from Vanguard Tactics uh, with Porter absolutely crushed it with the first place win. Of course, we see the beautiful Stephen Box. Uh, we see <laughs> his, his wonderfully shaped calves. Um, Danny Val, are you guys worried that his shirt's looking a little loose? 
Uh, actually, I was thinking that his biceps looking uh, looking swollen there. He's look. He's, he actually had to kind of roll it up a little bit. You can't even see the uh, the painting studio logo. Yeah, yeah, like you can be barely fit in there. If you're Siege Studios and you think you get a great deal by getting the arm sponsorship cost, <laughs> but truly he's too muscular for you to make it out. The reason, though, uh, Nikki well, D. Uh, yeah. But counterpoint, John, it's yeah. a bigger symbol that they can put on there if the sleeve is appropriately fitted. So maybe they think they're getting a better deal than they are I after wonder, seeing his bicep in action. I wonder how much it would cost to sponsor an ass cheek. Let's find out. He, there's just not enough room on his shorts usually. They're usually way too small <laughs> to fit to any advertisement on both it. buttock. No, no, just yeah. one buttock. We can't <laughs> afford two buttocks. Uh, but yeah, Vanguard Tactics, yeah. we want to sponsor your ass. Right hand side only. Let us know how much. Yep. Uh, but the real reason I'm putting this up here, this is something that just totally came up. Uh, Nikki wanted to point out uh, this guy here on the far right, uh, now that the picture has gone away, wearing the tournament attire of jorts. Yeah. I've, so, I've, I've attended many a tournament with, with jean shorts. I wanted to open this up to okay. be a kind of a discussion. No, you haven't. I have. For real? Why not? What's wrong with jean shorts? I love a good jean, a little Tom Sawyer look. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Hold it up at the bottom, which is a bit look, odd. I literally, John, I straight up own these shorts, okay? I, I was know, wearing them I yesterday with the pole. With the John, pole. the first thing we have to remember is where our other co-hosts are from. It's true. important to really kind of internalize that and remember the you know, Canadian tuxedo. Has a certain dress code for black tie events, you know, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. And uh, this is just the summer, the Look, summer version of that. There uniform. are four 40 K players in this photo and there's not a single pair of cargo shorts. This might be the first time that has ever happened. I want to uh, say here, Mark in the Murphy history in chat coming in a uh, beautiful, wonderful member. Mark Murphy is coming That's in. Like chat. wish. This photo looks like a Make-A-Wish. Oh no! So I guess the question here, Daddy Val, who who's the Make-A-Wish participant? No, none of them. They're all doing great. They're all gonna look uh, long Which one? Which one? Which one? Well, it's obviously the guy with no hair. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, not participating. Nope. Okay, perfect. Moving Mark on. Mark Murphy, uh, though, in my fantasy league, I am matched up with him maybe today, uh, and he's losing. Yep. Oh, yeah, so yeah, like, so let's be nice to them. Uh, mm -hmm. But moving on from this, uh, who? Well, let's talk about tournament attire. What is everyone's favorite tournament attire? What is like a must-wear? What do you avoid for tournaments? Let's talk about clothes, ladies. Well, John, the first thing I do is I put on a dark T-shirt. <laughs> and the reason that it's dark is because my body loves to sweat. Dude, I know so that's why I've seen you in like a baby be a dark shirt. shirt on a tournament day. Yep. The thing, and I don't then, know, but go ahead. Then cargo shorts. <laughs> like, that is true. Dude, yeah. uh, look, I've got to have utility of pockets. You know, you never know when you're going to need to quickly scoop some models and throw them in your shorts and get to the next <laughs> table. So that is also Daddy true. Daddy is definitely yeah. the guy who's just got barbecue sauce on his hands and like dumps. My hands might be sticky. Gooey, gooey models into the cargo short uh, to transport them to the next, to the next spot. What's, I gotta say the, the, the sports fabric, oddly, I don't know if you guys get this, but I find that they just stink immediately. Like yes. If it touches my body, the like the athletic fat, the, the like the dry wick material just like hoovers up the stink and it just smells so bad. I can't wear any, I can't wear any of those synthetic fibers. I'm a cotton shirt man. 
all the way. My my favorite for a while, what I did as a psychological power move against my opponents uh, is I wore a fanny pack, a bright yellow fanny pack. Danny, you oh, probably remember this. I do remember this. And I kept all of my dice in the fanny pack. And in <laughs> order to make any rolls, I spread my legs wide, reached deep into the fanny pack. I'm like, let me just grab my dice and took far too long to pull out like three dice um, and rolled out. I mean, there are a few things that I hate more than somebody reaching into a dark place, fumbling around <laughs> for an inappropriate amount of time. It wasn't moving out a small number of dice. And because, then having like, to go back in for more. <laughs> as as someone who's who's gone to bat for the for the jorts, I uh, just want to say the tech breeze sticky is not standing up for his fanny pack that he wears as a it's a daily driver. He doesn't leave I, the home I, without I, his I, fanny pack. Uh, and he often will rummage in there deep and darkly. Do you know my favorite thing about there. my favorite thing about fanny packs? A pair of socks is where I'm from. Fanny from vagina. Oh, yeah. yeah. So anytime anyone yeah. says fanny pack, I giggle because uh, I'm a 40 year old man. <laughs> uh, moving on, uh, Dickie, you brought this one here to my attention. Uh, it is uh, this is great. See, that's what I'm afraid you're reaching in your fanny pack to get. <laughs> Danny, what are we looking at? Uh, this was taken at a fantasy tournament. Yeah. So congratulations, Spanish. fantasy players. Yeah. Um, with some dice that appear to have incorrect sides. That one appears to have three sixes, and the other one at least two fives. Yeah. Not good. So what is the so this is the first thing I thought, which was what is the utility of a, a dice that has the same facing over and over again? Like is the idea that, that you're quick rolling it and they don't notice that there's six sixes on it? Yeah. Like because it's pretty yeah. blatantly not like to me, like that I like I just wonder what the purpose of that dice is. Maybe yeah. would you notice that ever though? Like I would never notice that. No, I don't think I haven't noticed me. That. They apparently sat there the whole game. Like they were just they just sat <laughs> they were there the whole time. I don't know if you rolled them or not. But yeah, like I don't yeah, I don't understand what the point of them would be. You want to no double ca- you want to chew dice cast a spell real fast. Oh, oh yeah. And like bro, that that's like gonna a... get any spell off. It's on true. Dice. Sure. It looks like a corner dice pile where you're just grabbing. The fact that those three are off by themselves make them easy picks. Right. Well, is the third one? Is the third one uh, a loaded, uh, fixed up? It dice looks too? like a normal dice. Yeah, it looks normal mm-hmm. to me. Uh, yeah. Block that's the sides. that's the decoy dice. The decoy. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. dice cheating, everybody. Dice cheating. Don't do it. Don't do Don't it. Do it. Fantasy. And if you do it, make it less obvious than having six sixes on a six-sided dice. Dude, I mean, right. Do the boucher. Yeah, do like six on one side, three on the other. I mean, good. Or, yeah, or the like, element games toilet dice as well. I mean, like there's there's some oh, other options. that red dice. I guess our Grim After Dark dice, dice are like just no going to be. And you have a lot of reroll one abilities. That that has happened before from people. But I think, um, uh, yeah, uh, I think our Grim After Dark dice are just going to be red dice with white pips because that seems to be the standard for cheaters. Uh, <laughs> and I want people who buy Perfect. merch from us to be uh, questioned. As yeah. Diggy, sorry. Oh, no, as the purveyor of a warmer fantasy uh, tournament coming up here in November 24th to 26th, uh, uh, message me to be on the wait list because it's sold out, everybody. Oh, um, much like Val. I, I mean, do. I do. <laughs> sold out. I do find it like I, I did find myself wondering aloud the other day is like, man, this feels like a big fantasy tournament. 
certainly for Ontario. Uh, but like, I wonder if in the like, because there was that period where like, I remember when we discovered uh, <laughs> that in Spain, there was like the world's largest tournament, which was a team tournament. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, like so many, but it was more than a thousand. I feel like it was more than a thousand players. Maybe I'm, maybe that's hyperbolic, but it was a lot of people. And it was just happening for year after year after year, but it was in Spanish. So like the English speaking world had no idea that it existed. So I just wonder how many like fantasy events are like going strong so strong that someone would oh. be dice cheating at them yeah. in yeah. like <laughs> in like Poland and Germany and Spain and like all these places. I will say, excited to have you stream your fantasy tournament right here uh, on the Groom After Dark I'm, YouTube channel. I'm working on I'm working on Steve. I'm working on the mountain. Uh, he's he's starting to come around. We'll see. Oh. We might have some. We might have live coverage on mountain miniatures. We'll see. The, I'm the thinking. No, thinking of that, moving on, I found this on uh, Facebook. Uh, slide 17 here, by the way, Dickie. Um, right. I was very surprised. Uh, I'm going to read this. This is a message from Val Heffelfinger. Mm-hmm. And it says, somehow it was only two years ago that I first took the plunge into fantasy. Val, have you only been playing fantasy for two years? Yeah. Yeah, two years. You went deep, though. Yeah. Dude, you went so deep, so quick. I have no idea how you're still married or even just had a child with how quickly you went. Yeah, yeah, no, I was, uh, it coincided uh, very strongly with me uh, traveling around, streaming the highest uh, levels of 40K. Uh, <laughs> and the darkest days of Ninth edition. Uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was, that was definitely what happened. Denny, are you surprised that Val has, for, for all he talks about it, are you surprised <laughs> it's only two years? No. That's how great of a game fantasy is. Oh, <laughs> sucks you in, man. I get it. I get it. Big preview coming up October 14th, 2 p.m. PST, everybody. You're Look out, Old World's coming. I, I can't wait till your heart's broken Woo! again. You're going to get one model, <laughs> which is a no, resin version this of is an it. old this map. Is it. This it's going to be all of it, for sure. It's it. This oh. is it. This is at least, this is at least the, the trailer, okay? This is at least minimum. Oh. Minimum trailer. I'm betting oh. my entire heart on this, so if this doesn't go oh, through, I'm going to we Can we please set up a live stream of Dick, uh, of Danny and Val reacting to the, oh, the yeah. things? Because uh, I think that would be short content for years. Um, <laughs> Maybe. We might have to do it on Grim for Dark because uh, Rob is 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 traveling that weekend, so he may not be able to, to stream a live react. Uh, so perhaps it'll have to be a Grim After Dark live react. Um but uh, no, there's no way. There's no way it isn't the oh, okay. at least uh, like a, a substantial announcement. We might get a whole sprue this time as well. Oh, sprue? Maybe an old sprue? <laughs> they haven't hyped. They haven't said things like big announcement yet. Like we've uh, like that was a lot of hope, hopeful, wishful thinking. So also they have been counting down forty years of Warhammer, have, uh, have and most used... of it has been fantasy content. So I mean, they have been uh, perhaps telegraphing I... the the shot. I will say I do have two stamp sets now because of the 40 years of Warhammer. That's true. Um, do they say be there or be squared? Because oh. I feel they should. That's a that's a great, great tagline. Yeah. I mean, you know, maybe two <sighs> years ago that would have been cool, but like we're way past that now. Square bass. Be square. Square bass. Uh, yeah, hey well, guys, don't you want it to be like don't be there? Be or square. Be square. 
wouldn't that would because you want to be be there be be there be again danny tell me not to be there for it oh my god danny come to the event like everyone's coming it's amazing i know you're at thanksgiving it's only thanksgiving weekend with everyone's family in real america (laughs) i just we just we just booked dr luke no He's the coming? good doctor is coming from oh, the UK, so buddy. we have our second UK attendee coming. I'm so in. excited. The oh good doctor, God. Luke Blackstone. Oh yeah. I have well, been in a, a chat. I have been in a chat. Okay. This is how far my like my <laughs> this is how far it's gotten. I've been in a chat recently with Mr. Malorian and Once Bitten 360, uh, uh, trying to get them out. Um, and I'd say that they're wavering. So um, <laughs> broken them down. It is wow. amazing. I Danny knows what I'm talking about. Every hour on the hour and Danny knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, speaking of bullying on the internet, Dickie has been watching far too much adult content. It's time for our favorite game. Whose grunt is it anyway? Wow. This one is really long. So long. Yeah, it's so long. Right. You know what? It's good worth one. it. Good one, though. This so, is a good one. I do love this song so much. Uh, welcome. No one asked for it, but Dickie brought it back. It's a special yeah. WTC and Charity Hammer edition of the game that asks. <laughs> Say the name with me now. Is it anyway? Is Grunt uh, is it anyway? Oh, God. Uh, we did not We're going to well. play our panel a selection of clips. And all they have to do is respond with a simple answer. Yep. Was this sound taken from a pornographic movie curated by none other than our professional grunt whisperer, Tech Priest Dickie? Yep. Or was it lifted from War Games Live, the number one source of tabletop game streaming and number two source of awkward grunts? Uh, also, thank you for subscribing. Please introduce yourself. Uh, starting in our top left, we have Danny McDavid. Hi, I'm Danny. Um, I'm... <laughs> A well-known grunter. Um, I live in Moscow, Idaho, and I'm ready to play this game. I'm ready to play the hell out of this game, John. Oh, yeah. yeah. Beautiful. And then his opponent tonight, uh, introduce yourself, Val Haffelfinger. Well, as you mentioned, my name is Val Haffelfinger. I live in Toronto, Ontario, and I am known to uh, have at least a long exhale every time I sit down. Oh, Oh, beautiful. Bordering on grunt. folks. For those of you who don't know how the game is played, we're going to play you a sound clip, and you're going to have to let us know, is it a grunt or is it um, uh, is it a grunt? It's going to be a grunt. Is it a grunt from <laughs> War Games Live or from an adult movie? Uh, yep. Dickie has a special uh, preview treat for us. Uh, yep. This is oh, kind of towards your final score, but we're going to play a sound like this. Shoot up through people's rectums and, like, severely injure them. <laughs> And we're going to ask our panel, is that from an adult movie or is that uh, from a Warhammer 40,000 stream? That was, that was, that was the legendary Joe himself. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. That was, yeah. yeah was that. Shoot up through people's I just, it was just such a perfect <laughs> clip. I had to take, like, you got to wow. take that, right? Happens more often than you'd think. What's, yeah. What's this is the, what is the context? Yeah. What did, do we have a context, Dickie? I mean, well, Hammer. That was Charity Hammer, yeah. But what was he talking about? What was yeah. shooting into people's records? Warhammer. It was just, it was on hour 27 of Joe's live stream, and he <laughs> just started talking about something about someone's rectum. Someone's butts. Know. All right. Yeah. Well, maybe he knew that All we right. needed content. That's nice. Yep. And, and God a consummate bless pro. That Thank you. Because we have so Thanks, many. Joe. We're going to yeah, start here this week 
Uh, and then we uh, flip to Corey Charity. before the start of the show. We're going to start with Valerie, who's going yeah. to answer first. Is this uh, <laughs> pornography or a Warhammer stream? Hit me. I'm going to bang you. That and felt like Warhammer time. stream. I'm going to bang you. Warhammer stream. Warhammer yeah. stream. Is that, was that Jarek? Was that Ben Jarek? <laughs> I'm going to bang you. Oh, man. Yeah, I think so. Well, that is correct. That is Woo. from War Games Live. Woo. I don't know the Dickie. Was that Ben Jarek? He, he actually got that double right. That was Ben Jarek. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm going to bang you. Yeah. <clears throat> Beautiful. Danny. Good job. Uh, we are playing for you. I'm going to have to switch okay. the screen here. Uh, this sound right here, is this pornography or is this a Warhammer stream? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then just in case right. you missed that there. Yeah, can I have it one more time? There is a shorter. Uh, John, that's, uh, this, is a, this is from uh, Warhammer stream. That is from a Warhammer stream, Dickie. <laughs> yeah. Dickie, do you have any information on this porn. one? This was the fourth sound. Yeah, so that uh, was Joe stretching at our 53 <laughs> streaming uh, the charity stream. Yeah. Fantastic. Val, are you ready for your second question? Is this pornography or is this a Warhammer stream? Uh, Put his wang down the other direction. Put his wang down the other direction. <laughs> Put his wang on the other direction. That's a war on the other direction. Uh, now, who, who? One more time, and I'll see if I can get it twice. Put his wang on the other direction. Oh, I feel like I do recognize that person, but no, I can't name that. I can't name that name. Danny for the steal. You don't, you don't have to name it. You literally yeah, just no, have to no, me porn or forty k. Love it. Who, who for the steal? Put his wang on the other direction. I can't. I, the the voice sounds familiar. I'm very familiar. familiar. Yeah. So porn is what you guys are saying. Ah! <laughs> no. War really? Warhammer? Warhammer? Was it porn? Warhammer? It, no, it's Warhammer. Oh, uh, okay. I'm assuming you got that right there. Yeah, perfect. Who was yeah. it? Who was that? That was uh, three. Alex uh, no, four. Sorry. That was Alex, Alex and yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, all right. Yeah, okay. Now I hear it. Of course. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so some some context. He was, you know, an exocrine. Has anyone seen the exocrine model yeah. before? Yeah. He was angling the exocrine penis gun in a different direction <laughs> fantastic what a, what a guy oh of course oh, i wish i got that man that was right on the tip of my tongue your the second question here oh good uh, one more time oh good yeah that's 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 warhammer <laughs> that is warhammer again wow Wow, uh, that is uh, uh, the first sound, Dickie. What's the context of this one? Oh, good. So uh, I believe this was after a really good role for someone who uh, uh, Joe was supporting. Uh, and, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good, good. Val, sound number three. Good out of that. That would have been more difficult, I think. I just decided to go, uh, you know, full master. <laughs> Porn. I just decided to go, uh, you know, full master. <laughs> I'm going porn. porn. I'm full, full on porn. That's right. That is yep. pornography, Val. Woo! Great job. And then, Danny, your third question. Deep throating. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
throating. Believe it's someone saying deep throating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> deep Thank throating. you for that. Thank you for that, John. Well done. Yeah. Man, that's tough. Uh, I'm. Deep I, I I gotta that's go with porn, John. John Going for porn. Oh. Deep throating. That sure. is war gaming. That's uh, war yeah, game. it's Joe. That was uh, oh, I know Joe saying deep throating in any <laughs> any context. You must know him a lot better than me, then. Oh yeah, we did some All shows right, together. We, we have a couple more here for you. Uh, we are going to skip to this guy here. And Val, balls in your court. They're good. Joe, war game slide forever. That's true. That's right. That is Warhammer. That's uh, seven. Oh, uh, he was just saying that's good. And it just good. Really good. <laughs> so, uh, I, I, I took, got it. And then, Danny, uh, this is your penultimate one here. <laughs> and again, I to go. Oh, sorry, don't no, ignore that one there. Uh, we're gonna go here. It's not fair. Very this quick, isn't the fire alarm at Colin's house. Yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah. So I'm gonna guess uh, that that strange whoop is. Uh, I'm gonna go with porn again, John. I'm gonna double down. That was porn. Oh, I don't know what's happening. I don't know. I don't really want to know what's happening. Um, he. What's the title of the video? That's from. Do you know? I'd rather not say. Okay, <laughs> All right, last round for both of you guys here. This is for Val. Just loop it up. <laughs> One more time. Just loop it up. That's, I think, the same pornographer, and it is porn. Just loop it up. It is porn. Danny, <laughs> uh, sadly, you can win, but you can come within a point, which I think okay. is one of the titles Dickie looked at. Yep. Uh, with this guy right here. That's amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, that, that's uh, that's that's Warhammer. John. That's amazing. That's porn. That's porn, baby. No oh, way. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Dicky, uh, you best. Dicky with some very difficult ones this week. I have to say. I wish I. I wish I had gotten Alex McDougal. Yeah. Yeah. That so did many yeah. people. Sadly, <sighs> I think he's taken. Yeah, me too. Um, but that's who's grown is it anyway. Uh, join job. us right oh after this very long bumper as we answer a couple listener questions or listener statements uh, before we leave for the week. I love that bumper. It's so <laughs> good. It's my best bumper. And it's my laziest <laughs> one too. Uh, this one comes, uh, and it was so bad a question that I hid the name, even though it's from our very own Discord in the Grimcord, which you I can know join. Exactly who wrote this? And oh, because yeah, because you get to be a member of the Grimcord uh, by True. joining us at GrimAfterDark.com and subscribing to our Patreon or our YouTube feed. Uh, you get to be a member of the Grimcord and see which terrible person wrote this terrible message. Yeah. Um, horrible person horrible it asks which aldari unit needs the submissive and breedable keywords and why is it the avatar of kane you fucking weebs i swear to god they <laughs> infiltrate every part of your hobby and they ruin it from the inside out and this is what's happening here i yeah I, everybody knows john everybody knows <laughs> yeah that's a terrible question 
Uh, next up, I wanted to pull this up. This is a comment from last week's episode. Um, Mr. Chaz Sexington, not only a member, but a public subscriber. Um, he told us we miss Naden to lead into yep. Horster, which oh, yeah. pretty good. Very good. Fair play. Very good. And also, uh, number two, Bateman, which, while also played by Christian Bale, is from American Psycho. So, mm. yeah, you guys led me away in the Batman one. And then finally, this one gear, and hopefully, Danny, uh, you can shed some light into this guy. Uh, this was a comment from our brand new Codex Space Marines review that you and Dickie put out. Uh, Johnny Walken says, I liked your jokes, but you can keep your pity. Um, I didn't spot any pity in your review. I was, like, I was so shocked well, at that. I, just gave I think he's saying that maybe we should save our pity for the week. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Mm. That's fair. Uh, and you should uh, save your pity. Uh, by liking and subscribing to this yeah, podcast. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, and leaving a five-star review. Thanks for the um, comment. Yeah, that, that's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you for the interaction. Uh, that is always a great thing. Mr. Adam Camilleri uh, coming into this episode just in time to hear a bunch of porn grunts. Uh, so welcome yes. in. We did it. But, guys, uh, Dickie, Danny, uh, Val, anything you want to add before we get out of here at the hour 14 mark? Uh, great show. Uh, uh, whose grin is it anyway? Just uh, top tier content. Um, mm -hmm. Absolutely. Brilliant great. work. Uh, excellent work, Dickie. I know yeah, you had to really grind that one out. Um, mm -hmm. Grinding yeah. that one out, even. Yeah. It was more yeah. of a rubbing. It's, get, it's yeah. getting harder as the months go by, that's for sure. Oh, I bet it is. <laughs> he, uh, he's been edging himself a long time, so it does mm -hmm. take a while to get harder. One I wish we could get him to step back from that edge. <laughs> one of, one of, <laughs> One of those days, we're gonna just play you nothing but 40k grunts, and then there'll be no, there'll be no pornography. That'll be a great feature. Yeah, yeah. I thought that um, that was where I thought that was where it was going this week. Um, the randomizer actually. was not very random this week. I see. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Crip Shadow, really quickly before we go, says, "Can I suggest getting some audio from Hentai?" No. You cannot. <laughs> but <laughs> thank you everyone for joining uh, us here in Grim After Dark. You can find all of our socials and way to support us at grimafterdark.com. Uh, we're going to be back live next Monday at 10 p.m. Eastern ish. And if you can't catch us live, check the recordings available 24 7 on YouTube. I don't care if Dickie doesn't like it or Val doesn't like it. I'm going to say it even more. Uh, and remember, uh, 24 7, when your life feels like a never ending siege, and things can get any worse. Join us here and remember that it's always grim after dark. It's time to step into the grim darkness. With nerds gather talking Warhammer madness. Grim after dark, the podcast with the hosts. John, Danny, and Val. But they're not the most. Claiming to be experts, but it's all a facade. Talking about battles and dice rolls. They're all odd. Trying to sound cool with their Warhammer talk. But I'm here to expose. It's all just squawk. Nerds, nerds. Everywhere I see talking Warhammer this. Like it's a decree. But let me tell you, homie, it is all just a game. In the real world, homie. We are not the same, so put down the dice, step out of the dog. It's time to live life, nerd, make your own mark. Grim at the dog, the nerd's playground, talking Warhammer this, acting all profound. But when I listen, it's all just a bunch of noise. I love roasting nerds and their stupid-ass toys. Stupid-ass toys, I want to grab them. Put my hands around the neck, squeeze, squeeze, Warhammer squeeze. Until they can't breathe or breathe again. <laughs> Tell a friend, I tell a friend, I'm out here roasting nerds again.